Hey everybody, it is Thursday, December 21st maybe, at 3.59pm. I'm leaving school, obviously, as a teacher, <laughs> there's always more work to do. Uh, I could probably stay till 6 o'clock tonight and still be working. But we're all pretty wiped. Kids are a little wild. I feel bad. I, I did have to bring the hammer down on one boy today. He was just... He had four good days in a row. Or three. Three good days in a row. God bless him. And he was due for a bad one. <laughs> today, it was a bad one. And, uh, you know, parents did recently give me an evaluation form to send to their, their doctor about him for uh, ADHD and some meds. And because uh, the boy just can't can't focus to save his life, so I you know I've been trying to send him daily reports. How he's doing? Good day, bad day. Uh, like I said, today was a bad day. I always get a little nervous talking about bad days with parents with kids like that because you know I had my hands on him a couple times. You know what I'm saying? Grabbing him by the jacket, you know, dragging him somewhere, holding his hand in the hallway, dragging him around. Um, but God bless him is the only thing that gets his attention sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Because otherwise he'd just be running, running ramshackle, ramshot all over the classroom. And so I'm talking to you right now because this morning I was kind of ranting. I was in the car recording a message for you for tomorrow's podcast. And it was kind of ugly. And I realized there's no need for that. No need to be ugly. Um, just ugly at the world. You know, not necessarily... Uh, ugly in terms of Debbie Downer or something, just, I don't know, it just, it wasn't, it wasn't pretty, not that I'm trying to be fake with you or anything, this is definitely still me, but I wasn't really, like, proud of how I was talking or acting, you know, and so I'm talking to you right now because once I get home, I'm going to be on wife duty, definitely going to be spending some time with her, try to give her my attention, so going to switch to Tuesday, Thursday, been able to reflect on the new setup, and <laughs> while I am nervous about the not meditating thing, because that, you know, the old habits are coming back, last night I really struggled, I was dwelling on, or two nights ago I was really struggling, I was dwelling on an interaction I had with our other wrestling coach, a wrestling coach from last year, and he you know, he's just got an ego the size of Kansas, even though he's only wrestled for three years in his whole life, and I wrestled for 11 under six different coaches. And as a teacher, you know, when I got these kids in the room that I see every day, I, and also we're men, you know, we're, and we're masculine men. You know, he's a stud, he's huge. You know, he's got the big Harley Davidson beard, he's like 6'3", 6'4", 189 pounds. No, 192 pounds. And, you know, we gotta be role models. But he's been stepping on my words a little bit. And when I was a kid, I would lay awake in bed for hours and hours at night thinking about woulda, shoulda, coulda. Most of those conversations are me telling somebody off or it turning into some sort of physical altercation where I beat them up. And that was happening to me two days ago. I was like, oh, shit. And that's one of the interesting things about meditation is it doesn't announce itself that it's working. It's not until you stop when you realize well, what an impact it had. However, the podcast is important. 
and chasing the dreams is important. And I don't have any time in the evenings. Just I just don't. End of story. Uh, with the youth wrestling and then the modified wrestling and the tournaments, there's just not a chance. The evening is no no good. So mornings is where it's at. I spend about 60 minutes each morning uh, working on the podcast. And so this week, I have spent four hours on the podcast. And I listened to Steve Harvey today, who I could listen to literally every day. I find him so inspirational. I'm sure he, dude, he's not a perfect person. Like, I think he still drinks a little bit. He has said that he gambles a little bit. He's been through a couple of wives. So, not a perfect person. That being said, his story is extremely inspiring. The way he tells his story is very entertaining. It's very moving. And I just I just really love it. And every time I listen to him tell his story, he there's another piece to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the man is a master of words. And the, there might be one more small detail. Today, it was talking about his father who was a sharecropper in Alabama and how when he came home with the teacher being mad at him came home from school teacher called him out in front of all the kids told him he was being a you know smart ass called his mom his mom was mad at him well mom tells the dad what happened and dad's like what's wrong with that apparently the teacher had asked the kids what their vision was for the future and most of the kids said things like, I'm going to be a nurse, you know, oh, I want to own a gas station, oh, I'm going to be a, a lawyer. And Steve said, I want to be on TV, I'm going to be on TV someday. Well, the teacher saved him for last, called him up to the front of the room, you know, dressed him up and down. Why did you write that? He's like, because you asked. And unfortunately, I guess Steve was really excited about what he wrote and thought that she had saved him for last for a good reason. So... The father, when he finds out, the mom's screaming at him, but then the dad finds out and is like, what's wrong with that? He sends Steve to his room where he normally gets spanked, but his dad ends up arguing with the mom. He comes to the, he eventually comes to the room and says to Steve, you're going to write on that piece of paper, and you're going to write that you want to be a doctor someday. And then you're going to bring it to school for that dream-killing heifer. <laughs> the dream-killing heifer. Um, and he said, but you're going to keep this other paper, and I want you to read it every day. Read it every day, son. And then he walked away. That is pretty cool. And it makes me think about vision boards. It makes me think about writing your dreams and goals down, which I have done. The problem is I never revisit them. I don't say it day after day after day. And that's what the book Psycho-Cybernetics emphasizes is this visualization of who you want to be and it takes it one step further with trying to tie in a feel-good memory a feel-good sensation along with the visualization it's kind of like the next level of effectiveness but when you're presented with an opportunity to smoke marijuana sometimes it's hard to come up with a reason not to Right? You're like, well, it's not good for me, but eh, I do a bunch of stuff that's not good for me. Well, I've been saying I wouldn't do it, eh, but my life is pretty good right now. I mean, what's the big deal? It's weird how my first thought is never, I want to be a famous, sought-after speaker. Why isn't that the very first thing in my mind? 
Because now when it's tied to a vision or a goal or a dream, now all of a sudden, the decision to do something dumb like smoke a little weed, it's silly. Like, it doesn't even make any sense. You know, it's like, no, I'm, I'm going to be a famous, rich, sought-after speaker. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be able to buy homes for my parents. I'm going to be able to take care of my wife. I'm going to, you know, change things. I'm going to change things for my community. That is the real McCoy right there. And again, it makes a decision like looking at pornography or um, smoking marijuana. And all of a sudden, it seems so stupid and petty. I assume the reason I don't think that every time I get presented with that opportunity is because I don't have this dream at the forefront of my mind every day. And because I don't, my subconscious, the thing that really makes the decisions during the day, um, is not guiding me and directing me there. That's the emphasis of psychocybernetics. It's like you visualize, you do this, you become that person in your head, and all of a sudden you become that person in real life. Um, so, apparently Steve doesn't have a picture of his dog or his wife on his phone background. He has a picture of his next goal. I, th I think I might do that. I've had a picture of my wife on the background for, I don't know, since she, since she sent it to me. It's a picture of her laying in bed. Very pretty picture. And uh, just her face, you guys. Come on, don't go there. And, and yeah, it's nice, but... The thing is, he says he likes it on the phone because then he sees it every day. I don't know. It, it, I mean, I could, right? It's just going to take a while to build that into a routine if I have it on a piece of paper. Right now, the piece of paper is in my car, though. I wrote it down again. And so I bring all of this up, and I'm recording this right now on a Thursday afternoon because I am going to switch to Tuesday, Thursdays. I feel bad that I wrote Daily Show, and <laughs> now I don't know what to title it. Um... Tuesday's show, Thursday's show, I, I don't know, it seems kind of, eh, it's just not as cool, right? Um, I just, this is the paper here, I'm reading it again, it looks cool, it feels good to read it, it's like, oh yeah, that's going to be my life someday, and I dedicated an hour every day this week, I still haven't done that marijuana presentation, like that's kind of my, my, hopefully my step into the public speaking space. I wanted it to be the athletics. I think it still could be the athletics, but the the weed thing obviously is going to make even more of an impact, right? Like it's doing good things for other people. So as much as the podcast is valuable, and I can tell you that the biggest value for me in doing the podcast is hearing from you. Even people that I've heard from before, every now and again, um... I don't remember what I've called her for her alias. I'll just say Ashley right now. But you know who you are. Uh, my friend with the letter A name who has messaged me and Jamie several times. Whenever she sends me a note, it's just like, yeah, like here's another person, like walking the same walk, doing the same thing, having the same mentality. Um, and she's better than me for sure. You know, she's she's a warrior. But that's that's really what I get out of the show. Because I'm definitely not getting paid for it, right? Like, I've probably invested maybe four or $500 at this point in the podcast. Um, I don't think I'm ever going to get rich. I, I, don't, I just don't see it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't see this podcast ever um, becoming something crazy like that, right? I just see it as a resource for people. 
and I know that it has helped people, right? Like, I've, I've gotten messages from people. They've, they're a month clean. They're two months clean. I get follow-up texts or messages from people who are a year clean. And then we, they don't talk to me anymore because I'm, I'm not at their level. And I respect that, right? Like, at some point, you got to leave those, those people behind. Like, they helped you get to a spot. You, you took something positive away from your relationship with them. You incorporate it, incorporated it into your life. And now you're, you're moving on. You're going to the next place. So I totally get that. I'm not mad at those people. I'm not nothing like that. But I guess that's the other cool thing about the show, right, is it is making a real impact. And I have Jamie to thank for reminding, that, uh, um, reminding me of that one day. You know, she started listing names of people who, who I've, who I've been able to influence in a positive way, and it was really nice. So, I'm going to continue to do the show for sure, right? Because it, it holds me accountable. I can tell you, <laughs> it feels really shitty if I smoke because I know eventually I'm going to have to confess, and that confession sucks. And there are times I have not smoked because I did not want to have to tell you guys that I fucked up again. So, I'm going to continue to do the show. Don't worry about it. It's all good there. Uh, really hope that I continue to hear from you guys. That's the most valuable thing. If there's anything you could do for me, and you don't, you don't even have to... You can say, don't share my story. That's totally fine. Like, I'm just a normal dude driving home in his rental car because he hit a deer a couple of weeks ago. Some average kindergarten teacher, you know what I'm saying? But I like hearing from you, and I really appreciate it. Um, I even like reading the reviews that go online. Um constructive in or otherwise but I'm going to use Monday, Wednesday, Friday to chase the dream I'm going to use Monday, Wednesday, Friday to work on this presentation three hours a week two weeks, three weeks, four weeks and all of a sudden I've got some serious serious time put in I keep saying oh I'm going to do it on a weekend oh I'm going to do it on some afternoon I have time off and then I don't so Steve Harvey, he's just got me fired up. The podcast is great. It's definitely a piece of the puzzle. But when it comes down to my vision board, um, the, it, you know, I just, I gotta get, I gotta put the work in. Like, end of story. If I'm not putting the work in, I'm not gonna get to that spot. So, anyway, I love you guys. I don't know what I'm gonna do in terms of the name of this podcast tomorrow, but I appreciate your time. I appreciate you listening. I'm going to leave you with my favorite quote of all. You've heard it before, but a grindstone without grit in it, how long would it take to sharpen an axe? And affairs without grit in them, how long would it take to make a man? Remember to find satisfaction in the struggle and peace in the moment. We'll see you next time.